0: Welcome back to the Beer and Sears podcast, week six, episode five. Is it? Yeah, One, two, three, on the math at this point. four. Yeah, it's episode five. Yeah, week six, episode, yeah, five. Yeah, episode
1: five.
0: Welcome on back. We are back live on YouTube. I hope everyone's... Um, there's nobody really watching right now, but that's okay. Uh, eventually, you will be watching. Please, if you're watching back on this... Uh, comment we'll be checking it every we'll be checking it constantly so please ask questions um and we'll definitely get to them if uh please check us out on instagram we have been posting oh wait we'll announce let's announce we'll announce the winner at the middle how about that um mm-hmm. please keep on sending in pictures of the new t-shirts especially those are awesome shout out james duncan um that looks sweet rye hinkle and oh, there's someone else it's gonna drive me nuts but okay i'll think of it later keep on sending those pictures those are awesome i still got t-shirts to sell. New shirts
1: are a huge improvement by the way N-
0: new shirts are great materials perfect or 100 cotton they are going for 15 and i will ship it to you if you're out of the state please pay me 20 so i can ship it to you and not lose money um Koozies are included. If you're in Houston, you should be getting your shirts sometime this week if you haven't already gotten them. Uh, that's Jack Scharnberg, Carter Thurmond, Ward Sheffield, and then I heard a few
1: complaints from Houston people. I'm not gonna lie, saying oh, it takes too long to get, so you need to fix that.
0: Oh, uh, I wonder who's in charge of our Houston office.
1: <laughs> I don't have any uh, supply down here.
0: Well, you're you're running it, the show. You're CEO of the Houston office. That's your territory. Southeast. Yeah, you were in the Southeast Territory. Um but yeah, that's it. Okay, we'll we'll announce the winner of the of the shirt after after the before we talk about Baylor. How about that? But let's get into it. We haven't talked in two weeks and a lot has happened. But let's just start how we always start game day app, oh also beer of the week. Where in the world is my modello? I'm actually
1: wearing a beer shirt from Hawaii.
0: Is Definitely. it Kona Brewing? Huh? Is it Kona Brewing?
1: No, it's Kauai.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it is. Ashley got it for me, though. It's very comfortable. When, is Ashley, it.
0: when did Ashley go to Hawaii?
1: Um, probably two years ago now. Mm. It was pre-COVID.
0: Okay. Game day atmosphere at the OU game. I, I, I talked to multiple people, especially I, and one person who's a tech fan who's, you know, went to the game and never gone before. And they were saying that it was still very, very loud, still very into it. It was obviously weird not having the whole fair and everything. But it, he, he made it sound like it was still, you know, still had the liveliness of Texas OU, which made me, which made me feel a little bit better. Um, yeah. Made me feel not as dead inside. It still made me regret not going. Uh, I, it, it finally hit me. Like when I was middle of the second quarter, I was just like, damn it. Like, why am I not there? this is going to drive me nuts just having to watch this game. And then of course it goes four over times and we're not there. I, I don't know. Did you feel sad? I felt, I, I, I got sad. Hello.
1: I'm listening, sorry. I was getting the actual, no, link. you're not. No, I was getting the actual link up, but I was honestly very much impressed by how many people were actually there. It felt like a lot more than 25,000 people. Um, yeah. You know, in terms of like every time they showed the obviously, they didn't do the famous aerial shot above the, yeah, the right. It's like beautifully orange on the left and yeah. terribly red on the
0: right. I and mean, um, just packed in the per yeah the you games see, and stuff. A bunch
1: of UT students showing up late as they always do. Um, but it it definitely was loud. Um, I did find one comment pretty funny from Webb that during the overtimes, especially the first overtime, everyone was running across. To like the, so like the OU fans ran across to the UT side because there was like obviously availability to come across. And oh, then when it switched over, everybody went over to the other side. I didn't think about that. And then the security finally caught on to it. And They like, yeah, put enough cops down the middle to say, All right, everyone stay on your sides. <laughs> uh, but there's but it's such a unique story, right? So you'll probably never ever hear,
0: yeah, that'll never happen again.
1: Football game, like you never, it's like there's such a high school. I mean I feel like in high school they stay on the same side anyways, but that's a pretty funny little deal that we'll never ever hear again. But Damn. Uh, no, again, I was surprised by the number of people there and the atmosphere was, you know, pretty decent. I mean maybe that Fox was probably pumping some noise in there to make yeah, Gus Johnson's it. comments easier to <laughs> swallow. But from all the comments on the on the fairgrounds that, you know, other than the fact that, you know it was only in one area but it, everyone said you know there's corny dogs and there's beer lines and all that stuff as well the pictures made it seem like it was still pretty active um but obviously not the same but it definitely hurt my eye afterwards not not being there because then i was like yeah, damn yeah. it, a streak just ended
0: yeah the streak ends for a lot of people and you know the no corny dogs and all that just i don't know i even with everything going on i still wish I, I was there essentially, and, and the game obviously had a lot to do with that four overtimes. What that was only the second time ever had gone to overtime, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean the last one was in the '90s. I don't know before that. So,
0: um, but s- still, like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was it was only the second because, yeah, I think it was in like '96 or something is when the uh, when the last time I went to overtime. But whatever. Um, still unprecedented, unbelievable game. Let's just – let's get into it. It's going to hurt. It's been two weeks. I mean, why are, you're going to be thinking, why are we even talking about it? But you have to. I think overall thoughts, in this comment is going to make zero sense, but it might make a little sense, is that was a game of three different halves. <laughs> With the first half, the true first half being – the, you know, standstill, tied halftime, but, you know, back and forth, but still is tied going into halftime. Right. The second the second half being basically the entire third quarter and half of the fourth quarter of OU just running away with it and our offense not being able to do anything. Yeah, And then the, the third half being Sam bringing us back and then overtime. And you yeah. could argue that was it could be four halves and that overtime was its own thing. But it just felt like three different games to me. Yeah, no, it's
1: 33 very independent part like this games for sure. I mean, the, let's call it the second period, if you want to call it that was absolutely yeah, hockey, miserable.
0: hockey terms. It was a hockey. Game. Yes.
1: Yes. I, I just, we couldn't give Sam any time in the world. Like we just couldn't do anything right on offense. And it was like, what the hell did we give our guys at halftime? My God, like nobody had any energy and it just was getting yes, out of hand so fast. And then, I mean, obviously, we know what happens with Sam bringing us back. But I guess before we get there, I just—I no. think my biggest deal in the first half was—and forget everything else that happened with—you know—we ended up getting a rattler out of the game and started forcing some turnovers.
0: That was crazy. That you was know,
1: fumble was the most pivotal okay. moment okay. Yes. of the first half. Yes.
0: No. Okay. I thought I thought you were going to say what I was going to start off with. I I would argue that it was the most pivotal moment of the game. Uh, OU goes three and out nobody expected that they go three and out our first play was what like a eight yard run or something like that past of Winnington for four yards and then Keontae's running has an open field running easy first down and fumbles and they only get a field goal off of that but the next two drives you go punt punt for a total of 11 plays and 49 yards. Terrible. For, like a,
1: for a weak-minded team like us, right. that was so deflating. Like a, exactly. a good team
0: that, would have, They take advantage of that.
1: Yes. Like we, we are not strong enough or experienced enough to shake that kind of mistake off and like hit the refresh button. It's just time and time again when someone pops a, you know, bubble of UT is just like extremely deflating the rest of the way. And then it takes – some miracle to like get us back into it. And I think that DeMarvion uh, interception is kind of what gave us some hope, uh, kind of put it down to the 10 yard line or whatever.
0: Yeah, and you, but then you get a field goal. You still don't even yeah. score. That was the uh, that was the thing I was gonna lead into is that you have all of the momentum in the world, you fumble, not all the momentum, but you have a good momentum going down and driving down the field, fumble, punt, punt, finally get the ball back on their 10 on a great interception. And you still only get a field goal off of five plays. And what? Yeah, in that penalty on Kerstetter. God. Yeah, I was gonna say, wasn't there a penalty that? No, that, that was when Kerstetter had the the late hit. No. no. No, 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 no. It was a. Was it a, clipping or something like that?
1: It was something that put us behind the chains.
0: It uh, just says personal foul.
1: I think it was the late hit. No, because that was on the UT side of the field. Was oh. changed? I, I can't remember,
0: but. No, that was – yeah, no, because the quarter did change. That was the first play out of the corner quarter, quarter. Hmm. whatever. It just was so frustrating. Like, I, I agree. that We always talk about in OU – I feel like we didn't touch on it two weeks ago, but how there's those, inter, those big interceptions, those big fumbles or whatever. Yeah. Like, the Jordan Shipley punt return, I think, is the perfect example of this because that completely changed the momentum of the game, obviously mm-hmm. changed the outcome, and that that was it you remember watching that game and be like, okay, we're, we're, we're good. We're going to win this. And I don't know, the Keontae fumble kind of felt like that to me. It's dramatic. I know. And it's kind of overshadowed shadowed with all the other turnovers on both teams. But it, to me, it was just such a big deal.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to sit here and do mental math real quick on points off turnovers. Obviously they had the field goal early. We had the field goal off the interception we I, had the touchdown on the following fumble. It's only
0: it's only three. For us, it's only three.
1: No, because we had a fumble on the next possession, remember, where we knocked rather out of the game for a bit?
0: Yeah, and then – oh, sorry, it's 10 because we scored on that drive. Yes. Correct. I think it was only
1: 10-3, but it's it only feels 10. like so much different.
0: It's only 10, yeah. But still, like, the, going into halftime, it should be 21-10. Maybe 21-17, 21-13. Right. Regardless, and instead you're tied. Then, and <laughs> then yeah.
1: you don't even show up. For the and then
0: quarter. this is what I mean. We'll get into Herman's future and everything. But if 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 this is the end, look at look at this game, the biggest game of the season. You know it is. There's only ten of them. He comes out in the second half. The team is not inspired at all. The offense looks like shit. Nothing changes. No, no trick plays, no, no nothing. It's OU. There's always at least something. You got to have at least something in the back pocket. You we, every year we hear about. Oh yeah, they're not going to show that much because they're saving it for OU, and then you don't do anything different. What What do you want? Like, what are you not trying to throw them off? Like, you've got to change something up. I don't. I don't know. It's like a fight. Go back to hockey. It's like get in a fight. Get the boys going. Nothing. It was pathetic. You go four for four on punts. <laughs> Okay, 14 plays on those four drives. Guess how many yards? 20. 16. Oh. (laughs) That was like – it was Charlie Strong level of offensive incompetence. And I I don't think the defense played that bad. Because they go on the the, –
1: No, the defense kept us, you know, semi into it. I mean, again, they –
0: They scored two touchdowns right off the bat. And one of the, the second one was the 17 play where you just, they couldn't get off the field, The eight minute drive, where they had them on third down like three times, I think. Yeah. One third down, two third down, three third down. (laughs) Yeah. They they had them on third down three times. and couldn't get off the field.
1: Yeah. What was the interception? I'm trying to remember Sam's interception. um, That was okay. That was
0: my next point. Then they, you finally get, a good drive going, ten plays, sixty yards, real quick, two two minute drive, and then he forces the throw to uh, was it Josh Moore? Yeah, goes in double coverage to your smallest receiver. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> that was no that was super. I mean, I don't know, because I was already riding him off. I, I seriously was after that eight minute drive when they scored. I was like, you know what? There's there's no chance. That they can do this right and i think a lot of people would agree with me on that i think you'd probably be lying if not and and i'm not gonna name names but i know uh two of our good buddies who may or may not have left the stadium um at some point in the fourth quarter i will not be naming names because well, I do if you not, look at
1: our text message history it's almost like we have left the game as well so that yeah I,
0: that yeah okay that yeah we have left the game truman Left the game, whoever you're texting is everyone's left the game mentally or physically. Regardless, I had already started
1: changing the channel, honestly. It was like I didn't watch us get blown out, and then
0: you scored. It comes back,
1: you know, you score once, you're like, okay, and then the onside, which freaking Epps could have gotten that,
0: right? Which is crazy.
1: And then I don't know why Lincoln Riley threw the ball on third down and nine. I guess I didn't get that. You know, I guess it's the checkmate or ultimatum move. You know, once you – once it, if you get it, you look, like, brilliant. If you don't, you save 40 seconds of time. And that ended up being the difference because we scored with, like, what, 16 seconds left or something? Something like that. Up, uh, uh, yeah. Which I thought Keontae was going to drop the ball like
0: he did versus LSU. I did, too. 14 seconds left. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, the, the 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 throw on third down was interesting.
1: But I just – honestly, was like, where the hell – like – what did we do differently on offense or what the hell happened to the OU defense between like that third quarter and early fourth quarter, like unbelievable stops. And then all of a sudden just like the floodgates opened up and we were throwing the ball left and right. Sam was, you know, doing typical drop back two steps and then run the ball like very confidently. It was like, what the hell, where'd this been all game? And I don't know if it was the moment or the the timing of the game and the you know, pressure in youth of college football, but... <laughs> Were we doing something different on offense? Or were they just, like, no. Tired on defense? Looking,
0: looking at it, there's only one called run, not not to Sam, not a non-Sam run to Keontae for like five yards. I think the rest of it was oh, you really started playing that kind of bend don't break defense, but was yeah. really starting to break. Not even break because that's that's there wasn't like a big giant play, you know, like a blown coverage or something like that they were just really kind of playing that bend, no break. Okay. Maybe if we get, if if we can get them in the red zone and not let them score a touchdown, we'll win. And obviously that didn't happen. And to get real kind of football analytical, you start playing that man coverage and you send five guys, you know, you got five wide receivers, they're playing man coverage and they all go deep. Well, then you basically, Sam's basically got to run like one linebacker if you look at it schematically. So, that's what a lot of the runs were, and Lincoln didn't have any answer for it. it. You didn't see a lot of spies or any kind of weird blitzes. He was kind of just playing turtle tom football, but on defense rather than offense. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it the the OE fans were super mad about the the hold on Keonta or on Sam's touchdown run. I think what? Yeah. That was that was close. I, I mean, they let it. They didn't call too many holdings in the game, I would say. They're letting them play. So, relative to the game, I think it was a good no call, but it, I could have seen it. It was a pretty blatant hold. Yeah. Like it could have it could have been called and I, w- I would I would've been pissed, but I wouldn't have really. So, second leading rusher had
1: how many yards? Just Guess, don't look. 12. 17. Yeah.
0: That it was, was Keonte, so bad.
1: Keontae, right? No, it was uh, Bajon Robinson. Oh, God.
0: That's pathetic.
1: That's so bad.
0: I, I Rojo not being able to fully go was a huge difference in that game, and I don't think people realize that too much. We'll get in the offensive line, but. They had,
1: okay, look, they had 131, 51, and 43. Sam with 112. I mean, Jesus, that's yeah. so
0: That's not good. (laughs) Why are we not
1: able to have a balanced running attack? Is our offensive line still struggling tremendously to figure out
0: their shit, or? I think so. I think I saw a couple plays. Grinch knew what was coming. He he had some really good D tackle stunts that were just simple. Like, you know, whenever the running back would line up on, you know, the place, whatever side the running back was on, they'd crash opposite and have someone swing back around. Um, like have the DN crash in towards the center and have the D tackle swing around him. So that way it clogs up the middle. Keontae is not good enough nor smart enough to realize that the D tackle was coming around the other side, tries to bounce it around. And he's right there. Um, same with, and, and if, if Ellinger keeps it, Sam keeps it, it's the same thing. So I, I don't know. It was a, it's a mix of our O-line not being good, not being well-trained. And well coached. Herb Hand has now given up 16 sacks in his two games against Oklahoma. Um, I'll add, throw that in there. Uh, And yeah, they they had a pretty good scheme up front against us. And it's easy to take advantage of a bad O line. It's probably the easiest thing to do in football, but they did it. Uh, They didn't have that many sacks going into the game, I feel like. No. No. And they didn't, they don't still didn't have their best defense alignment, Neville Gallimore. Ugh. Okay, so go. So we'll go. Okay,
1: making others look good. Like, so why are we so good at that?
0: So we're we go into overtime. I was fine not going for two with the last touchdown. Sam no, was, no, no. I was you, fine with it.
1: Okay, okay. No, you know what? I'll give you that. But the second opportunity—that's what I was
0: gonna say. Okay, yes. The first, go, end of the game, I'm fine not going for it. Sam's gassed. He can't do it anymore. The second overtime, go for two after you score. Well duh. Agreed. That was that was, yeah. I think that was probably a mistake kicking the field goal.
1: I mean, and then the block is, kick. I'm, like, a, oh, I'm a big proponent of like if you don't get it, at least you look at you have to a pair of balls to go for it. Right. So
0: it's like Nebraska against it, right? Miami in 2001 or whatever. Yeah.
1: Mack did it versus Clemson last year. Remember that?
0: Oh, God, he should have gotten that too. Yeah, it was a terrible play call, but... uh, When a certain someone looks at me and goes, oh, wow, that coach looks a lot like Mac Brown. (laughs) Uh
1: that was. But, you know, okay, I'll I'll agree with you at the end of the regulation. You know, you never know what can happen through one overtime. Like, you know, you kind of carry the – you have all the momentum type thing, and maybe OU is just completely shocked. But the second overtime, it was very clear we were not going to stop OU. Like, we just weren't. The only time we did is when they voluntarily stopped themselves.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Talk about
1: a choke job, by the way.
0: What? The kicker for OU? Field goal. Yeah, that was an absolute choke. I can't believe. I wait. mean, it didn't help that
1: the Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt, like, ultimate announcer, cursed him. But
0: did they? I couldn't. I wasn't listening to the game. Did they say, like, like, he like he's missed, never missed.
1: He hasn't missed. Yeah, it's like he's only missed once. He's perfect in this field. And, you know, they kept saying all that stuff. And I was like, all right, this is, like, you know, at the back of your head, you're like, Oh, it'll be really funny if he misses this and then <laughs> actually happens.
0: So okay, uh, let's individual just real quick. I know we've kind of touched on all of it. I, I yeah. still I still think Sam's a little banged up. I know he ran like crazy and had hundred whatever yards. I still think throwing the ball is not there. I don't know what it is. I think it's something in his like left leg or something. He's not there. He can't put as much weight into it as he as he used to. I mean He's 46th in the nation in completion percentage. And that's with like 80 teams playing.
1: I, I just He was not throwing some great balls. And you look at Spencer Rattler throwing some like unbelievable, like letting his receivers go make a play type thing. Whereas a lot of our throws are just like, I'd say it with prayers. Like just throw it up there. Whoa. and oh, dear God, our guy wins the battle.
0: The th- The third down when he has two open receivers for the first down underneath and just chunks it up. I forgot that to That was do like
1: it. a desperation play on his part. That was not
0: That was that was terrible. But I I think he's I, I don't know what it is. It's it's messing with his touch and I and I hope it's fixed or healed by now. He just didn't look the same in that first half.
1: No, he did not. And... He's
0: he's at 61% completion. He's not that bad. And these receivers are not that bad. It's not like he's having a he bunch of like just blatant it way drops. It's
1: complicated for him.
0: No, I, No, I I just think he's – I think he's off. I I don't know what it is. I think he's off. You're off. He was a part of 76 of 87 of the plays.
1: Yeah, he's just freaking worn down.
0: No, I know. But in the first – I'm saying that overall, and that's how much of a Superman he had to be just to get it to overtime. I'm talking – more in the first half, him throwing the ball. He was not, he was yeah. not right.
1: But do you agree that like some of his throws are just like our receivers are having to go like out at, you know, beat the D backs? Whereas maybe it's our, more of a defensive issue on our part. But I feel like Spencer rather was throwing some balls. I was like, wow, that was really easy for the receiver to make a sick play. Whereas all yeah. students, like, battle every time they go up.
0: I agree. I also do think, getting in the receivers, I think they're pretty overhyped from what we thought we had. You really don't have the one guy who can get open quickly. and You don't have Duvernay. You don't have LJ. <laughs> you Jake Smith was supposed to be that guy, and he's been banged up. Jordan Whittington was supposed to be that guy, and he's made a paper. And he's yeah, and he out. And want to call either. Good Brendan Eagles is not Colin Johnson and Josh Moore is not Quan Cosby. Like it, you just don't have the guy. It's Kai Money basically w- almost won the game for us getting that pass interference in overtime.
1: Yeah, Kai Money is uh he's he needs to not that was I don't know, he does not need to be on the field.
0: Well he is. Obviously they trust him. I mean and I don't know. I think you need to really incorporate your tight ends out wide and let them use their size because the speed isn't there. The the agility and the great route running is not there, obviously. Moving over O-line sucked. I think Kersetter sure. needs to, needs to move back to tackle. Christian Jones fucking sucks. Dude,
1: there, there was some times on the right side where, like, literally Sam would say, Hudson someone was in his face immediately.
0: Every time, yes. It was bad. There was one play, I swear, it was an obvious pass, and he steps to his – and he knows it. it is. You can tell he knows the play because he steps back to the left to start. He, he doesn't have a linebacker coming or anything. He just steps right back to the left.
1: I will credit Grinch. He's pretty damn good, so.
0: Yeah, sure. Great. I still put, after all of that, though, I put 80% of this, 75% of it, whatever, on Herman. Because he's obviously controlling the play calling. He wants to go run, run, pass every fucking series, grind it out, thinks he's Bill Parcells, and he's got an unbelievable talent at quarterback that's able to throw the ball, if you give them a little bit more time, put in a tight end to help block every other pass, and it looks probably a lot better. It, quote, unquote, it's a shame we have to go fast on offense to be good. That should not be what you should be saying. Yeah. It should be – it's a shame we don't go fast on offense, and we are good because of it.
1: Yeah. No, it's – we're not good enough to go fast, but I don't even know if our – offensive line is able to keep up
0: no yeah yeah you might be right but like you shouldn't be saying that in year four with the same quarterback every year yeah you should realize at this point that your line can't block that well start first point of contact second point of contact running backs are banged up or mentally not there or 18 years old And third, you have a four-year started veteran quarterback who has proven himself time after time that he can put the ball where it needs to be when he's there. Yeah. If you watched the play calling against UTEP, and I know it's UTEP and it's not OU, but that's what I'm saying is that you save that, you, you show that against UTEP, air it out all over the place. And then against OU, you go back to more of the reserved – Let's turtle a little bit. Maybe we can get a big run. Never mind. It's third and four and we're gonna try and heave it deep. And I, I take okay, that's a bad example because I saw a lot of people were like, what the fuck? Why are they calling play it, you know, throw it deep on third and fourth? No, Ellinger just missed the under, underneath. Yeah, so no, that was that
1: was Sam's mistake. That,
0: that's on Sam. That's not a play calling issue.
1: So to your point though, on being on Herman, we haven't really even hinted at it at all yet, but our special teams were absolutely terrible. Yeah, like, yeah. Me, I guess we want to call it a attempted rugby punt, where he the like fake,
0: the, the fake punt, punt. Yeah, like
1: <laughs> there's seven points. Um, yeah, that was the difference. Turn kick. I'm pretty sure down to like the ten yard line where Bucheski then tackled him and like pushed him back on the ground and
0: then, then a got a pi. Push. Yeah, or a, like, whatever. Up. You he, and then You're he a like, punter. All of a sudden he got like really good
1: and started doing like backspin on the three yard line, which was
0: pretty yeah. Hard. <laughs> like
1: what the like, hell everybody was making fun of the guy and all of a sudden he like literally was yeah, like three yard line I was like okay there he is but that uh, missed field goal um, it just there was a clean up those mistakes and you win the game like you you're we were going into the game I felt like we were 100% a better team mm-hmm. and I'm not 100% sure we still aren't but we just make stupid mistakes and like our offensive line just killed us. So, like, I mean, if you clean up again, Keontae fumble, uh, the block punt. Ugh. The first half is a totally different game.
0: I I don't know if we're the better team. Vegas obviously didn't think so. Um, obviously not better coached.
1: No, definitely not. So
0: I think that is you know that's a huge factor at this point.
1: We're definitely not better prepared, which is correlated. And it. special
0: teams, the epitome of that. Yeah, because especially on
1: like web over here, but I mean that that's the most important like s- like swinging factor of a game.
0: Special teams is is pure coaching, no doubt about it.
1: Yeah, and like you said it earlier, the Jordan Shipley play is like what changed the forty five thirty five game around without a doubt.
0: Unless you got Michael Dixon punning, it's really it's pure coaching.
1: MVP of the twenty seventeen Houston Bowl.
0: Yeah, God, I forgot about that when he was our Maybe best 18. player. May have
1: been eighteen. I can't remember.
0: Well, it was, no, it was in seventeen.
1: Yeah, because Sugar lmo
0: Yeah,
1: probably nothing. Probably nothing. Well, <laughs> no,
0: pro- no, definitely something because there's no restrictions this year on how many wins to go play in a bowl.
1: Oh, great! Yeah, it's nice. Literally, been we'll like four and seven instead of four and six. Great.
0: Okay, let's get into the actual. I actually think the bright spot. Of the game was the de- the defense, and oh, I know that's a, what rel- relatively. No. Yes.
1: So you're gonna give a shout out to the guys who were flexing every time. They, okay, like, that, that it was first. terrible.
0: That exactly. was terrible. Chris Brown, I wanted to beat the shit out of when he. Was uh, it wasn't flexing. only him.
1: Our guys, like Jacoby Jones or whatever his name, Jacoby, whatever the fuck it is, Jacoby Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was three guys who kept flexing instead of like actually realizing they just gave up a first down or like a. Th- a first and six. I mean, it was just stupid, like, truly stupid. Like, shut the fuck up and play the game.
0: The corners played very they well. They gave
1: up 53 points in four overtimes. I understand that. And they kept rather confined. But Rattler's a he's a freshman. He's not good.
0: They they forced three turnovers. Oh, cool. The corners played very well. They held them to 3.8 yards per carry. And I know they had 200 yards, but still – Three, eight yards of carry, you'll take that, especially against OU. The linebacker play was not great, especially in coverage. Safety was pretty meh. I thought everything else wasn't that bad, dude.
1: What was my hot take? I want to I feel like I'm contradicting myself here.
0: We're one of the best defenses in the nation and not giving up explosive plays of 30 yards or more at number six. If you there's no chance if I told you that stat without you wouldn't believe it.
1: Yeah, I mean, without a doubt, I would not. You
0: gave that. the offense a ton of opportunities to capitalize, and they didn't do it. You're 17th in the nation in turnovers gained. I don't think they're that bad. I think they're going to win us a game or two, purely. And they almost won us this game. Because if we you 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 hold them or whatever, you Sam doesn't throw that pick. It's a it's a it's an interception. Sam obviously gets the praise, but the defense should have gotten just as much. Overtime, they shit the bed. And your point about your point about two weeks ago about them not being conditioned, I think, is still very, very valid.
1: They couldn't make a stop in overtime. They're not good. No, they couldn't. i sorry. They're not good. you are praising a team that's not that good.
0: I'm praising a defense that's relatively not good.
1: I'm sorry. They did make a stop because OU voluntarily stopped themselves.
0: Okay, you know what? I'm being harsh on them, but
1: I'm not going to tell or say a team is decent when they give up a freaking first down from third and 15, make a cool tackle and flex. That is just an undisciplined, stupid team. I agree with that. Like, so next week when we keep Baylor to – 215 yards total. Yes, I will eat my words and say, yes, they're a good defense. But if that's they go be up better. and give up 400 yards and 38 points this week, I'm going to tell you, you're stupid. You're wrong. Okay, yeah.
0: well, then if they give up 430 yards to Baylor then I and however many touchdowns, then I'll probably agree with that.
1: If they give but, up more than 35 points, I'm going to tell them. I'm going to make you eat your words.
0: Okay, deal. That's 34. Fine. That's fine. You feel better now?
1: Yes, I, like I really it. needed that. That was actually very much. Like,
0: Do you like what you saw there? yeah all All right right.
1: anywho good job for all the people that did go to the game that was uh i'm jealous. probably a very unique experience that will never ever ever happen again i hope um i really really could use a corn dog i'm not gonna lie that sounds kind of good right now it sounds
0: incredible there's i don't i think they're still selling them at golden chicks
1: and then uh yeah but that's not the same uh they're fletchers and then I could I use know, it. I don't know, but it's just, it's just not the same. Like standing in line, and then uh, getting I know, like, I know. mustard. I know. Right? Like, am I so
0: hungover? Like, am I drunk? I don't know. Like,
1: yeah, like this girl just sneezed over the mustard thing when I'm still yeah, using it. Again. Yeah,
0: and you're like, I'm still using it. You got to get the—you know—you drink a beer, and then you put the mustard in the- lukewarm-ish beer. Oh, no, I'm just sad, man. Like it's. Well, let's make it even worse. It's three hundred sixty-five days, three hundred sixty days until I have to do that.
1: Let's talk about the thing that makes everyone frustrated, especially myself. Um, coaching. I uh, one of my biggest pet peeves of being a Longhorn fan is the political like BS that is. is there anyone listening right now? Can you check? I can't look at
0: the YouTube. Uh, no, no. There's there's well, Truman's here. Hi, Truman. Thank you, Truman. There's three people watching, and I'm one of them. So, who's the ghost? What?
1: Who's the ghost?
0: What do you mean? Who's the ghost?
1: You said there's three people watching, Truman, you and.
0: Oh, I don't know who the third person. Who's the other name? Show yourself. Are you watching on your si- on your screen?
1: No, that's why I'm telling you. Like, if you're the ghost, please text us right now.
0: Uh, Will Wild. Oh, could have guessed that.
1: Yeah, he's not texting me.
0: First time caller, long time listener. How are you? Uh Mike, uh, what do you think about uh maybe uh Girati, Matsui at first base tonight? Hey Will, what was the uh don't, person you're telling don't you to look at look out don't, for Don't do it. Don't rub it in his face. Don't tell him that old miss threw six interceptions and should have won that game. Don't do it. <laughs>
1: No, I wasn't. I'm maybe.
0: not going to talk about – we're not going to talk about how they blew that game and should have won. We're not going to. Yeah,
1: first of all, great call on your part on the first half. Like,
0: <laughs> I'm – oh, oh, for Bama? Yes. That's a lock every year. This year oh, was – Were you talking about the Arkansas game? I was maybe? talking about the Arkansas game, but yes. Yeah, but
1: I'm still off two weeks ago. Oh, 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 oh. that's just
0: cruel. <laughs> Dude, okay. You called the time. I'm telling you. It's, it's a lock. This was, this was this year was different because it's the first year with Freshwater against Saban, first time back, you know, all that stuff. But I, I think it's – you could – if you only took one bet the rest of your life is Ole Miss against Alabama first half, I think you'd be very rich.
1: Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: Seven but- turnovers. Excuse me, I was talking about the interceptions, Will. Thank you for the correction. App State looks good right now. Ooh, that's the coach I think we should get.
1: Arkansas State beat Kansas State and App State's beating Arkansas State. Ooh, that's a mouthful. All right. Will, what what was the name of the person that I was supposed to be looking out for at Pinehurst that Stuart knew? Just put it on the thing and then Stuart will read it off.
0: Like what person?
1: It was like a hockey podcaster or something.
0: Oh, oh, Ryan Whitney. Fuck, yeah, he was out there. Yeah, I was supposed to be looking for him. I didn't see him. Oh, put user in timeout. Truman, you're going in timeout.
1: <laughs> okay, so. Hugh
0: um, Freeze to Texas.
1: Are we getting Will's comments? Yes. Hugh Freeze to Texas. <laughs> That'd be fun. All right. So let me get back to my point oh, before oh, you.
0: A wet dog. Yeah.
1: So, my biggest thing I hate about the current state of just Texas athletics in general is the political aspect of these positions. Like it is just truly disgusting how much opinion and money is thrown into obviously the the coaching decisions
0: and the time outcomes of my time. What? Nothing.
1: Like, I guess the outcomes of these coaches and whatnot. So it was very obvious that Charlie Strong was not the right fit. Let's just put that on the table. but we agree?
0: Yeah. We agree. Cool.
1: All right. So on the same page.
0: <laughs> How long have we been doing this? <laughs> I don't know.
1: So, can it be said, and as some would say, it, did Texas pull the trigger too fast on Mac Brown? Some would say yes. Some would say no because of, like, changing of ADs and, you know.
0: I, that goes back to a whole nother thing in that, you should have gotten confirmation of Max stepping down so that you could have gotten Saban, and he didn't. But yeah, that's that's true. that's wait, that that's, a, that's a whole season on itself. We'll
1: go to like chapter three of season two for that.
0: That one. right, right. Time
1: ago. So yeah.
0: when you we were saying "fuck," every other word.
1: Don't, don't you think there's no way anybody loses their job this year?
0: I don't think there's no way.
1: Oh, huh, really? Why is that?
0: I think it's higher than you think. I think that people are really fed up obviously with the eyes that's the first thing and then the play on the field and I think the eyes is more important from a from a donor money standpoint I think that's a bigger deal. So if the eyes
1: was not a thing at all which we'll get at, get to in a second what do you think the uh
0: I still think it's pretty pretty I'd put it eyes not a thing he didn't he gets fired I'd put it 30
1: 40%. But with eyes you think it is a Seventy, wow, jeez, okay, yeah. So I, I was at work the Monday after the game, the OU game, and a gentleman that we work with who's very much involved gentleman. with you
0: know,
1: mm. Combs and um, Jay Hartzell said so he was emailing. Of course, everyone knows is somebody at UT, right? Mm-hmm. They were saying on this email chain, it was just some big, big time Combs guys from Dallas, San Antonio, and Houston were all calling for Tom's neck. It's just disgusting to me how quickly people will turn. But is it quick? Are we, you know, we're four years into it. That's the thing. How quick is this? This is his, you know, program. And let's look at it. We should be one in three. Let's be honest. Texas Tech, we got really lucky on. TCU, we played terrible and almost won it. No U, we played terrible and almost won it. We really should be one in three in last place in the Big 12, tied with Kansas
0: that enough in year four with your guys forget
1: all other aspects of 2020 and generational uh, quarterback uh, yeah forget everything else that uh should be considered with a coaching change that enough is just that is not that's not okay so i think we just finished paying charlie last year so there's that we got that off the freaking balance sheet uh I don't know. I don't know if Texas can fire him this year. I truly don't think they can.
0: Why? Who do you go get? You can make me say it. <laughs> I teed you up. Come on. You you give him a call no matter what. I the there's already been made. The call's already been made. You're right. Yes. You're right. The call the call has already been made. That's the thing. That okay. This is the other comment I was talking with uh, Panda and some other guys this weekend. At what percentage of getting urban do you do you fire Tom at? What's the minimum amount of percentage of getting urban do you fire Tom at? The
1: uh, ninety. Ninety. Yeah, I want to be one hundred percent sure. Oh, wow, I was at like twenty. Uh, dude, the drop off beyond urban is.
0: Disgusting. It is steep. I agree. It is an
1: expensive decision to make if you are not sure that the quality behind that decision is not there. That is a terrible, terrible attitude. You got to be for damn sure that it's going to happen. You just contradicted exactly what you said about saving a Mac. What? I don't want Urban. Honestly, I don't know if I even want Urban.
0: Okay. Now you're getting emotional. Is he healthy? What do you mean healthy? That whole heart thing was bullshit. Is he breathing? Is he okay? Dude, Fox Fox game pre is better than game day this year. True. I did, I I did, I guess I am concentrating on what I said about Mac and Saban. Thank you. But I don't know. That's a that's a different deal because it's slightly different because you can tell Herman to go kick rocks, and not that many people are gonna care compared to you couldn't go tell Mac to go kick rocks. Correct. Because of the... That's the difference. I mean... Conditions. Yeah. So... Yeah. He's not dying. He's doing the exact opposite. He's got a top 10 team right now. Yeah, he's doing great. I didn't watch that game. <laughs> he's doing anyway. a lot better. <laughs> I, doing okay. great, Bob. Uh, <laughs>
1: That's no, I, okay. Let's do this. I don't know how to ask this question. Because the easy answer is like never winning a game again. But at what... And we have different differing opinions. So, at what record does... Okay, since you think he's gonna get fired, what record saves his job?
0: Went out. Went out. I knew
1: you were gonna say that. Okay.
0: Maybe uh, the only okay to be a little reasonable, you lose to Oklahoma State.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: But even even that. So you gotta win. Iowa State is trending. They are playing really well. West Virginia is trending.
1: And you gotta go to Manhattan,
0: which you you still gotta go to. Well, Manhattan lost their quarterback, but yeah
1: oh really yeah
0: awesome. yeah he's out
1: he got year. covid
0: he got the covid no he's out for the year with covid no shut up um <laughs> i i think went out and he's went out and i think he's safe but i mean do you think we're winning out
1: okay so if we went out you say there's no doubt he's keeping his job
0: even i would i'd put it at like 90 80 90.
1: that shows yeah i guess there you go well, If you, like, it's just well, our fan base is so freaking fickle. Maybe we're just around a bunch of a bunch of fickle people.
0: I think there's a lot of noise, obviously, and there always is, and there always will be. But you kind of got to look at, get back down to the signal of four years with the same quarterback, generational talent. Don't need to remind you of the quarterbacks in the prior decade. What is the difference between Sean Watson and Tim Beck? None. Absolutely none. He did the exact same thing Charlie did. He he hired shitty offensive coordinators. Or at least Charlie recognized it fairly early. But he also wasn't playing as well, or he didn't have as good of a team, but still, he's not recruiting as well as Charlie. He had a layup of all time, two combined package with the Brock Myers. Fuck that up. I know it's still not over yet, but they're, they're not coming to Texas. No chance. His offensive play calling was the only thing that really kept him afloat for the past two years, whatever you want to call it but he's still very reluctant now to give up control to your sitch. Obviously that's proven in the TCU game and the Iowa state game last year, or, you know, TCU game proved that the Iowa state game last year is still the same. And OU, you could argue that as well. And then on top of that, he's just an, an asshole. That's the icing. Sure. That's that, you know, that's just you lick your fingers. That's the end. The cake is everything else that I listed. The cake is baked as, as Charlie would say
1: oh god it's all about execution yeah what is, is the cake not baked no tom tom does not help himself out the way he handles himself that is for sure like
0: an icing can't make a cake bad or sorry an icing can't like yes it can it it can't like absolutely make you can't eat the icing and be like oh my god this is what makes the cake incredible but it can make it absolutely terrible the opposite of what i was saying. There's gonna be a lot of
1: good wedding cake next year. I'm very excited about that. Dude,
0: we've got a lot of, yeah, and try try paying for it without a fucking job. Um, I don't have a job currently, and I'm just, I have a lot of wedding cake to eat next year. Right,
1: just take some to go.
0: Do you have twenty million dollars? What do you have? Twenty million dollars
1: to buy out Tom? Yeah. No, I mean it's just. It will happen. It's stupid, man. It's just like I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to fire him this year, unless you for sure get a healthy. Is,
0: is that the only reason you don't want to fire him? Is because you're scared of not getting a good replacement? Yes. See, I think that's the that's the wrong attitude.
1: So, what are you gonna get? Another, like middle like?
0: Top? You're just accepting mediocrity because of what's you know the possibility of not. Having what energy. are
1: you gonna be like, James Franklin from Penn State, and be mediocre over there too? Like, get a guy who has no connections to Texas, pull no. over, start fresh.
0: I don't. I don't think Franklin would be good either. I don't I, think. I don't think Franklin would be good. But no, I'm just. That's I give you a shame. No, I. I know. I give you a shame. I. I think, looking at it, like, basically being scared of not having a good replacement. Is yeah. the wrong way of looking at Change it. Change
1: like, is like a classic millennial issue. Yes,
0: like just keeping just keeping someone who's bad because you can't find someone who's good is not a good reason.
1: Wow, preach! It's not. No, I agree. I agree. It, but that's what you're saying. I know because there isn't. There is no way he's getting fired this year. Like there is no way. I will. Okay, if you eat your words about our defense being good. <laughs> Next week, I will eat my words about there's no way Tom getting fired this year.
0: Don't say there's no way. There's definitely a no way.
1: If Tom gets fired this year, I will buy you dinner sometime.
0: If you're we, saying one hundred percent he doesn't get fired.
1: Yes. I'll buy you dinner. If not, you buy me dinner. And then if you give if we give up four hundred yards or thirty four points to Baylor, you 35. buy me
0: thirty I said thirty four. You said thirty five. Check the fucking game tapes. Deal. I'm, I'm just saying. So there's there's a know, better man. than not. I, I
1: just think to your point though that there's so many other factors. Like this eyes of Texas thing is is a disaster. Which that I actually had a great conversation with my boss. That was a big time Aggie, and he was like, "This is so stupid. Every student, every band member, every football player, every alumni that is uh, now against it used to sing it." Because they were so naive and had no idea of the context. I mean, I didn't know the context. And now, since they know something that is related related to the Confederacy, which, by the way, yes, I get, their, you know, the discontent with that. But now you just have no interest of even doing – Now you don't even want to hear it at the game. Like, this, I fear, is going to be, like, something much bigger than –
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the beginning.
1: Yeah, this is – Big because at the end of the day, wins are great, fun beer excitement.
0: It's meant to be stupid, stadiums. it's meant to be mindless, and yes. you're making it not mindless. And I, 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 yeah, I, I get what you're saying that the connotations behind it are not mindless and are very, very real. But on the other side, it's a Saturday, it's three o'clock, they finally started selling beer. Even if we're bad, like this right here, what we're doing is mindless. And it's all connected to it. And it's starting to become way too real.
1: Yes. It's supposed to be stupid. and Why the hell do we right. care so much?
0: No, not even that. You can care as much as you want about stupid things. But when they start being real, it gets a little different.
1: No, sometimes.
0: <laughs> now, I'm serious.
1: Sometimes, like on Sunday, I wake up and I'm like, why the hell did I care so much right there? Like that was so
0: Oh, dope. yeah. No, 100%. And like it's all the time like in the you, you could everyone has it like why do girls care so much about the bachelorette it's like well because it's mindless and it's a tuesday and i got nothing else to do it's like well it's a saturday november and it's 64 degrees outside and i got a four, team parlay and the horns play at seven i don't like, like that
1: accurate. comparison but it's very accurate
0: i don't like it either but it is very accurate there's been numerous so conversations that have happened this fall with me and someone about this exact same thing there's one thing there, I know I can guarantee you will agree with me on that. This is not Del Connie's fault, no.
1: And I'm no, sick, I'm,
0: I'm very we get very annoyed and pissed off when people try to pin this on them. So, all of this, all of this, Tom, the eyes, whatever.
1: It's just like a snowball effect of problems right now. And it's yeah. gonna, and, take he's,
0: the, and he's the top guy, yeah,
1: yeah. He's it, gonna take someone obviously winning. Winning cures I mean, so many things. That's
0: no, incredible. it doesn't cure so many things, it cures everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I just obviously try to do that first. And then this can sort itself out over the off season. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll ever see the eyes of Texas like the way it was before. No, which no, is no, unfortunate no. because like very it was useful when I heard it. Um my biggest concern until you like I say it earlier, until you rudely cut me off, is that The implications of this in terms of financials is what is the most important thing, right? Yeah, sure, it's a mindless thing. There's these big stadiums, you go drink beer, you go to the Fiji house, you go tailgate, you go to the local, you go talk about it. We sit here on a Wednesday or Thursday evening and talk about it and like screw around and have fun about it. But if you're not making the money that you were off of, let's just call it football because football is our athletic revenue stream what does that mean to the university and like the yeah. the value of the university? Obviously, the education that you get from there is the whole point of going to the university. But if you start losing that football revenue stream, which is getting way too big stream, big picture, and that Thank actually like imp- has serious implications for the university. So, oh
0: yeah,
1: oh yeah, uh, that's what has me very interested. Obviously, I want to win these games, go take care of business this weekend. Um, and then go somehow not get your ass kicked in Halloween night and, and still water. Oh, excuse me. Halloween afternoon. Uh, Halloween
0: afternoon. Thank God. If that was a yeah, night game. <laughs> Jesus, that's, a blessing.
1: that's a blessing.
0: If that was a night uh, game that I wouldn't even watch the game. Like, I, I know, I know what's going to happen here. Yeah,
1: okay. So I, I just, I don't know. Man. It's, it's so sad seeing Sam out there thinking about himself. I just wish there could be a, a middle ground because it, at the end of the day, man, like passion is the most important part of college football. If we take that away from like UT by not seeing the eyes and replacing it with something else, like that really sucks. All because, I mean, how did this even start? Do you remember how it started?
0: How, how did what?
1: How did the eyes thing start? Like, what, when did this come up?
0: Uh, I mean, Black Lives Matter the summer. But who,
1: like, what triggered it? Like,
0: I think, the, had to the, think of it. The, the main, the main, the main kind of not the main trigger, not the beginning, beginning with the main trigger was that um, list of requests, not requests, but pretty much requirements that the, the team came out with.
1: And why did we make that list again?
0: Uh, Because of Black Lives Matter. Hmm. The, so
1: somebody... Had to get in the ear of the players because there's no way the players knew the connotation. That's true. Somebody who's probably not affiliated with the university and knew the implications of bringing this up brought it up to the players. There's,
0: there was a, he's like a history teacher or something, and he's kind of at UT and he's kind of been preaching. He's been preaching this, not preaching, but talking about it for a while. Right. And I think with everything that happened this summer, he, felt that this was a good time to bring it up again and rightfully so i don't you know take advantage of it but regardless that's that was the main the main trigger so to speak that brought to the general public's attention was the the uh list that the players came out with
1: correct no it's making i remember it now so should we give away the uh the name yeah. who
0: yeah let's make this happy we already did but if you were listening on the podcast and weren't listening to the live stream which means that's probably a lot of you because i think only three people have joined the winner of the free t-shirt is robert schoberg yeah boy schoberg been a loyal fan for a long long time he actually definitely has been um saw him at the so I'm with TCU game, too, just walking around. So, Schoberg, please, if you're listening, listen to uh, – or p- send me your address. I think you're in Houston. You might be in Midland still. I really don't know. Um, please text it to me. Thank you, sir. Congratulations. Wear it all the time. All right. Uh, John.
1: Hey, you what? have a little dot on your face again. Oh, fuck.
0: What are the two things that Baptists – uh, shorts. What are two things that Baptists don't recognize?
1: Alcohol and fun.
0: The Pope and each other in the liquor store. To This weekend we are playing the Baylor Bears out of Waco, Texas that needs to fall into the fucking Brazos River because the traffic is absolutely awful right now. <laughs> they are, have not gotten off to the best start and most of that has been off the field. They have canceled three games or postponed. I actually don't know. Postponed. Postponed. Okay, so they've postponed three games. So they've only played Kansas and West Virginia. They beat Kansas, but lost West Virginia in overtime, and what was actually a pretty good game. Double Charlie, return. double turn. Excuse me. Charlie Brewer, still their quarterback, but he's about one big hit away from career retirement. It's kind of a sad deal. Um, he's a tough kid, and Cousins with Cade Brewer. It seems like a generally a good guy. Did you know but, his dad played at UT? No, I didn't, but I bet the I bet you'll fucking find out this weekend. Um, they lost. Did you know he grew up in the Austin, area? They lost Denzel Mims and their other wide receiver. I was blanking on his name and haven't been really been able to replace him. Nothing special at running back. They've got an experienced O line. Um, I think they've got like two five year start fifth year starters, but they they wouldn't. I wouldn't call them the most talented group. Just watching them, West Virginia had easy time getting pressure on them and not allowing them to run the ball that well. Uh, It's basically the Brewer show, but they've got a new coach, Aranda, the guy, the defensive coordinator from LSU, shout out Coach O for that picture that got leaked today. Um, And he brought over Larry Fedora, the old North Carolina head coach to be the offensive coordinator. So Fedora's a little old, but he's, he's still, you know, kind of one of the OG spread guys and He'll mix that in, um, especially with Brewer quarterback. So, get pressure on him. I think you can do a lot of damage. The defense should have some fun this weekend. Um, in regards to their defense, nothing Just, great. Sorry, they still have that Lovin guy, John Lovin. Sure. Is that, that guy's the running been back? forever. Then running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, damn. Um, defense, nothing great other than the linebackers. Linebackers are actually pretty good number two. God, I can't remember his name right now, but he's very athletic, made a pretty good, or had a pretty good um, interception this uh, past week, or this past week. Yeah, their last game against West Virginia. Uh, Phoebe's, what? Bernard. Bernard, is that his name? Yes. Very good. Probably the best player on their defense, honestly. They're well coached, like they really are. That's that's how you can tell a linebacker's good. Is they're like very well coached, um, and Aranda's obviously you know national championship last year, so that makes sense. Uh, DBs nothing, nothing. Yeah, Terrell uh, Bernard. You're right. Um, great job, John. And DBs nothing special. Cornerbacks nothing special. I I didn't. I watched their game against. West Virginia really didn't see anything that jumped out to me other than Bernard. He's, he's good. Um, need to key off him, put him as the read guy on RPOs should be good. Uh, predictions. I think this should be an easy win just on paper, but we have no idea where Texas is at mentally right now. So I really don't know. I'm still going to say Texas wins and they cover I'll say 45-28. I'm
1: going to take a closer game than that. Um, just because of our bet. I'm going to take it 48-35.
0: 48-35, so they don't cover. Texas wins. Wait, oh no, they do cover.
1: We do cover, and I win the bet. And uh, we win the game. Uh, their field goal kicker is one for three on this season. Uh, yeah.
0: So keep in mind so that's so, good um, lack of practice all that that's good to know okay games is, of the, games of the week Big Ten's back yeah Iowa State's at Oklahoma state 230 minus three and a half on ooh, I forgot to put it I think it's ESPN is it or is it on Fox
1: that's, that's gonna be a good game
0: no it's gonna be a very good game that's why it was one of the games of the week John
1: sometimes you put some games on here that is are just a little bit of a stretch
0: well this year okay and this year you're gonna tell me that some of these are a stretch it's on fox never mind take that back
1: is that Uh, you put clemson wake for us this year that was terrible uh anytime
0: there was nothing else that week that was like the second week of the year bad choice i would stay oklahoma state 230 on fox oklahoma state's minus three and a half big game for the undefeated pokes looks like sanders might be back i don't know Gundy Gundy's playing head games and said that bad quarterbacks will be playing. I don't really know who's gonna start. Um I still don't think Iowa State's very good. I don't think they've shown anything that's proven otherwise either. And party is looking like a great candidate uh for a Mendoza line research paper. I love the over at forty at fifty two. I don't know why it's that low. That's shocking. Um good. pokes win cover.
1: Traditionally, Iowa State is much better at home. In the Big 12, than they are on the road. Yep. They, uh, they always do this. They always make some. Are they always suck in September? You know, maybe claw away at a few wins on the road against like Kansas and Baylor, and you know the no name 11 a.m. games, and then they'll upset somebody big, or you know, maybe take two or three games at home. They'll be middle of the pack Big 12, but they always struggle on the big games on the road. So I would take Oklahoma State to cover for sure.
0: Uh, next game of the week is. Michigan at Minnesota State, Six, 630 on ABC. Minnesota is plus mm-hmm. three, just open up the Big Ten schedule. Mm-hmm. Michigan's got a new office coordinator, quarterback, but I don't know their names because they're probably going to suck and be very boring to watch. Tanner Morgan is back rowing the boat for the Golden Gophers. I think I've I've really loved at the beginning of the week, I was like Minnesota plus three is a lock. Harbaugh is terrible on the road against ranked teams, all this stuff. But I've seen so many people just absolutely loving it, and I think the money's pouring in on Minnesota. It's making me rethink it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lay off it. Whatever the under is, I will take that. And I'm gonna take. Uh, here's a live of Stewart betting on the game.
1: I'm gonna take Michigan to win
0: the game. Wow. Should I put in a John John Atkins parlay? What the fuck? What?
1: Why did Trevor Bauer take a selfie at the Astros stadium? Is he coming to the Astros?
0: Yeah, he's coming there. You're gonna win. You really? No, I don't know. You really think Michigan's gonna win?
1: Yeah, I do. Go blue.
0: Go blue. How, like why?
1: Because I feel defense. Like it. I don't think any like anyone knows anything about these Big Ten teams, and they are.
0: I agree with sloppy that.
1: Sloppy, and I think they're gonna get the win.
0: All right, fine. Minus three and the under at fifty-four and a half. That's going. Um, twenty dollars on that, and the one fifty. Okay, sweet. Next game, another kind of weak week. Oh, that's funny. Cincinnati at SMU, eight o'clock on ESPN two. <laughs> what if I told you that this was the best ranked game of the weekend? Well, it is.
1: I would not believe you.
0: Well, it is. My long-lost lover, Shane Bichel, is lighting it up after an overtime win last week. Um, he's second in the nation in passing yards. I don't know anything about Cincinnati, but Luke Fickle is a possible candidate for a coach if the apocalypse happens and we fire Herman and don't get Urban. So, ponies. I want to say I was watching too. I think, game to I think they're like sport. minus two.
1: What? I think they're like minus two. I was watching the game two weeks ago. I think it was like SMU versus. Uh, hmm, can't remember, but one of their big receivers, like Torres, needed to know the game.
0: Um, Wait for SMU.
1: Yeah. Ooh. How So who did they play last weekend?
0: Uh, someone not good.
1: <gasps>
0: well, and they, and they SMU went to, wins. That Tulane, yeah. A game that SMU right. Yes. Yeah, I assume he wins big. I could have gotten tickets if I wanted to, but I didn't. Okay, fine. Wild, since you're the only one fucking watching. <laughs> Auburn at Ole Miss. Auburn minus three and a half. The over's at 70. Ooh. 11 a.m. on the SEC network makes me want to take the under. It'll just be a sloppy game. I think Bo Nix might be the biggest fraud in college football. He – He's still living off of that win against um, Oregon last year. God, I don't know though. Is it is Reese? Who's going to start? Is Corral still starting, or is um, Auburn's
1: trash?
0: Uh, no, 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 no I, I know, but what quarterback starting for Ole Miss? I'm just stalling so that the lag catches up and Wild lets us know.
1: Yeah, I've, um, I've, didn't that Corral guy like throw like?
0: Yeah, he threw like six like, picks. So I, I don't know. That's tough. I really hate Auburn. They're massive frauds. Our Ole Miss money lines probably probably the play. What? No, it's in the Grove.
1: I think I think Ole Miss is going to get it. I mean, if they can figure out how to make the stop one or two and let their quarterback uh, not throw interceptions, that's how you.
0: Yeah, I actually I think I agree with you. I think Ole Miss money lines the play there because Malzahn Malzahn is basically Herman. It's basically Herman. Wait, almost lost a. This is only one one game, and that was Kentucky, who's actually played pretty well. Hmm. Arkansas is not bad, but you also threw six picks, so. Still corral, okay. Yeah, like, uh, the Rebels was...
1: win at home. Let's go uh, Rebels! It's homecoming. Where? where? Oh. <laughs>
0: wow great uh,
1: i don't know what that means but i think they're gonna i think they're gonna get the win, overrated
0: okay we're um, going live of youtube is going off goodbye thank you wild um but we're still recording
1: there's no other big games this week
0: no dude it's it's pretty dry unfortunately
1: even with the big 10 coming in i guess there's just a bunch of warm-up games
0: it's like illinois and wisconsin and then uh ohio state nebraska but like ohio state's favored by like 26 yeah
1: when the hell is a pac-12 play
0: first week in november
1: because i'm not gonna lie i really missed pac-12 ultra dark that might be my my second favorite or excuse me third favorite thing about college football
0: what's your second
1: college game day and first is just texas
0: football. okay that's a lame answer
1: well what is your fucking favorite three things about college football
0: i think just college football in general that's my favorite. Your three
1: favorite things about college football is college football in general. What do you like? A yes.
0: No, I just love college football. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Uh, my three favorite things. Dead mascot. What
1: aspects of college football? Go. Dead, you can't d- say drinking beer. No.
0: Dead mascot games. What? Dead mascot games. When a team mascot dies and you bet on them, they win every time. If that's uh, the air air force lost last year when hockey the hawk died i don't know what his name is. <laughs> 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 they're also the falcons hockey
1: the hawk uh maybe been your best joke of the, uh, podcast
0: <laughs> um god after that Mascots in general are great because it's so unique to college football. There's nothing Pac else 12 like after that. Dark. Just say it. No, it, I, I put Maction before I put back Pac-12 after no, dark. No, yes, no. yes, because because there are some days where you watch so much football and it's like 9 o'clock and Stanford versus Oregon State. Is, State? Yeah, and it's like the third quarter and there's been 12 punts and you're like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> well, I love it, I dude. can't. No, I love like, it. Maxion's better because it's like, God damn it, it's a Wednesday. I have nothing else going on. I, I'm taking Ohio versus Temple, you know?
1: I like the idea of Pax after Dark because you're coming down off of, like, your extreme drunkenness on the day, but those people are still going up.
0: I agree. I think, okay, mascots in general, number one. Number two is Maxion. I think three is... Going to another game, like going to a big away game, like the Notre Dame game that we went to senior year, but like getting to basically ride off a trip, like to go visit another cool city and then go to a football game that's kind of the icing on top. I think that's that's probably my third favorite. Because I feel like like going to going to see your like a pro team in another city, unless it's like the World Series or you know, stand the cup or something like that, I don't think it really hits as hard compared to an away college football game. Lucky, that right and that's the podcast. All right, sweet, we'll talk to y'all next week. Good morning to beautiful. Down she's beautiful. But when the wind blows her like a bird and the petals on the flower
1: fly away. Sometimes it don't matter what you say.
0: And I found me a game out towards Freeport. A couple of days just hiding from the sun Good with the cards and good with the dice You could say I had a lucky little run But I wanted out maybe just a little bit more today And all luck you have is just the bills you left unpaid
1: Such a thing as the good old days. Someday, somewhere, my hair like my memories will all just fade out to gray.
0: Got it all right now, and I'll just as soon keep it that way.